All right, and welcome back to Social Biology. I'm your co-host, Jeremy. I'm your co-host, Morgan. Uh, Morgan and I were just talking um, about movies and stuff, and and some peeves did come up. Maybe we'll save those for later. They might <laughs> pop up one day, yeah. They might pop up, and there's, it's things that I think most people would understand, especially me, but both of us would be annoyed with. Yeah. And I think and I think a lot of people are annoyed with... Uh, I, and I think part of the part of being like having a pet peeve section is having pet peeves that most people don't have because you're like, you know what I hate? I hate getting sick. I'm like, yeah, dumbass. Everyone <laughs> hates getting sick. You know, <laughs> and so I don't know. Yeah, Everyone a, hates yeah. tipping. And we've talked about that like four times. But yeah, <laughs> but you have to. tip. Uh-huh, yeah. Uh, yeah. No, exactly. No, I so I think there's little things that. Don't necessarily, or maybe even things that maybe everyone agrees with, but they don't really think about until yeah. And that's that's almost a bad thing because then you you've opened up a, a like a box that was closed before, and now every time it happens, you're like, well, now I'm annoyed by oh, this. Oh, dude, my goal is to, to make everybody hate every little thing. <laughs> you will all be miserable, just like me. I think Satan said that, but <laughs> I think Satan said that. Sure, yeah, the quote by Satan. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but yeah. You know, it's who we strive to be, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> make everyone uncomfortable. But yeah, so I have a, I have a, I have a pet peeve. Let's hear it. <laughs> and again, it's one of those where like, yeah, everyone probably agrees with it. Uh-huh. It's when, so uh, when I, I, when I shop for products, I, I'm very particular. I like particular brands. I like to know where things are coming from. Oh, I just got an Not- image of you like walking through a perfume <laughs> section. I, I, the way you said <laughs> <What>? products, <laughs> I don't know. It was funny. Shop for products. Anyway, I don't, I don't wear perfume yeah. or, but yeah, okay. But if I did, I would, I would apply this to this, okay. to this very kind of thing. Um, and so, in very particular, there are sometimes I'm looking for a specific item, and it needs to have one quality. Like, for example, I love chocolate. It's well, well known. I love chocolate. Um, and I love darker chocolate. I, I try to look for chocolate that isn't um, alkalized or, or Dutch processed. Um, I mentioned this when we talked to, when we had our dark chocolate episode. Yeah. But essentially, when you Dutch chocolate, like cocoa powder... It makes it actually taste a little better. You kind of do a little roasting on it, but it does remove some of the beneficial qualities. So if right. I'm not eating something for flavor, like if I'm making delicious chocolate fudge or brownies or something, bring on then the yeah, Dutch, you want, baby. Yeah, yeah, bring on the Dutch because uh-huh. you want it to taste good. But if you're just putting in cocoa to like add a little, you know, just a little bitterness to it to make it a little better or anything like that, then you just want the the, the good benefits from it. Just the cocoa, it's delicious. Right. Um, and so it almost every single every time you go to the grocery store, you'll see there are usually four or five different brands of cocoa. One of them is obviously Hershey's, um, and then you have like Ghirardelli and you know other stuff, and then probably the store brand. But almost always they will have in the very front like Dutch process. It's just what they want, and it's almost almost like a good thing. It's like, hey, this thing's gonna taste better. Yeah, we, it's we like a little it. bonus and add. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, um, and so when you're looking for something that doesn't have it. You almost have to look for the products that don't say it, but it just because they don't say it, it doesn't mean it hasn't been done to it. Right. You know, so like for so something that's like, not labeled Dutch, it very well could be. Yeah, it very well could be. Uh, and it's this particular when, and this is kind of the branding that kind of bugs me, is because normally when you want something that's that higher quality or specific, you're almost always going to lean into those organic brands because the type of people who want that kind of stuff. They usually, you know, they like, oh, it hasn't, it's non-GMO and it's it's organic and it's vegan and gluten-free. It has all these weird labels on it. I'm like, good, good Lord. Uh-huh. I'm just looking for this one quality of it, but the only thing that has it is this, the right. organic stuff. Uh-huh. And so they, it has all these other labels on it. So I'm like, okay, I'm trying to find out if this has been Dutch processed. And it's it's not saying it has been. But it's not saying it has But I'm suspicious. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I'm yeah. suspicious. And so you had to like go to their website. You know, had to like look online. And some people are like, well, it doesn't say. So I assume oh, it wow, doesn't. Wow, you go full-blown like, like sleuth mode. Oh, I get to yeah, the bottom man, of this. I, I, I need to know. And it's just, and sometimes it's hidden. Like it's in the very little like where, you know, where they have the ingredients and below the ingredients, they have like a little thing that they don't want you to read, like contains soy or uh-huh. whatever, even though I recently found out that 
a soy allergy is an age specific thing because I had this thing with my I don't know if I mentioned it here talking to my coworkers where I, I looked around and I said I've never met someone with a soy allergy uh-huh like literally no one like I've met a few people with a peanut allergy grain gluten tolerance whatever but why do things are labeled soy allergies if I've never met someone and it's because usually it's like small children have problems with soy and then they grow out of it but huh. that's a that's a whole different thing and so yeah, and then eventually you look online and it's like, and we do Dutch process. I'm like, you bastards! I spent all this time, like, <laughs> you bunch of, or you know, I have and been it, it duped. Uh, exactly, yeah. like just put it on the front, you know, like just make my life easier. And and this isn't that that did happen specifically, but there are tons of other things like uh, where you get your oils from and like certain meats and foods where again, I'm not usually like, Oh, I got to get like the farm raised, you know, cage free. I just sometimes want to see like, for example, like butter. I usually, when I'm using butter in like a recipe that I'm not really like baking, I don't care the quality of the butter because it's being melted and mushed with sugar. Right. But if I'm making something, I'm putting butter on something, I'm going to eat the butter directly. I want the butter to taste good. Yeah. You want the one that you like. Yeah. You want the one that you like. And I've definitely heard that like, well, if cows eat this kind of stuff, their milk and butter taste better. And then you look at all these expensive brands and you're trying to find out that one quality you're looking for to test to see if it's true. And none of them say it. And ugh. So, yeah, that's that's my pet peeve when something that should be obviously labeled that everyone else does. They don't because they're trying to pretend they're better or fancier. When yeah, they're not. Ugh, it just bugs me. Total so. mislabeling. Not, not, it's not even mislabeling. It's like just admitting. It's it's omit yeah. omitting, not admitting. It's not yeah, it's admitting. It's a lie of omission. It's omitting. Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. And and I know exactly what they're doing. They're assuming they're not putting it on there, even though everyone else does. People are going to assume that it is not like that hasn't been done to it, right? Uh huh. Because if everyone else has it labeled and they don't, they're like, well, then. Pfft, this doesn't have it because everyone else labels it and they don't have to label it. So they're just, you know, right. skirting the outskirts, you know. Uh, it's kind of the same thing with caffeine where a lot of sodas are like, oh, caffeine free. Look at Sprite. We're caffeine free. And then sometimes I pick up this soda thing. I'm like, well, I don't really care about caffeine that much, but I don't want to be drinking a lot of it if I'm going to just be chilling at home. And so I'm looking for it. And at the very, I look at the ingredients. And it doesn't have caffeine in it. I'm like, then say it doesn't have caffeine. Like what? What are you doing to me? Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like everyone else is broadcasting it and you're yeah. not? Like, I don't know. It just seems, yeah, it just becomes this paradox of if it doesn't have it, then it must have been done, even though that's not necessarily true. So, yeah. Anyway, maybe, that's the peeve. Maybe this is bad and may, maybe I should pay more attention, but I've never been one to be like, oh, this one's organic, so I'm going to buy this one versus, you know, the the other one that's like... cheaper that doesn't say organic but I I just wonder how many people are out there that read a label like what you described on one of those chocolates non-GMO and uh, Mm -hmm. organic and this that and the other and think oh I'm going to buy that but they don't look at anything else on it and it's I I, I don't know it to me it's almost like a little deceptive like they could slap or the word organic on anything Oh, yeah. And have it be like some selling point that somebody's going to buy without <laughs> even taking into consideration where it's from, why it is, and, you know. Oh, 100%. And I've never really and paid I, attention to that. Like I said, I I don't go out of my way to buy an organic thing versus, I don't know, like an organic $4 tomato. Yeah, I can get like a <laughs> yeah. pound of Romas for that. So, yeah. Yeah. No, and again, I, I said this before, but it was probably a long time. I usually explicitly avoid organic and non-GMO stuff. Uh-huh. stuff I remember like you talking about the <laughs> non-GMO. Yeah. I remember that one. Yeah. yeah. Because one thing, the most obvious thing, it's just more expensive and it doesn't necessarily mean the quality is better and usually it's not. Um, but like it's, it just happens that they, those groups are together. Like if you're looking for a specific type of thing, then like let's say you want like, oh, you need 100% avocado oil, like no additives to it. And they're like, okay, that's what I want. And then it has to, because that is like a higher quality, they just slap on all these labels. Like, oh, it's vegan. I'm like, of course avocado is vegan, you idiot. Like, yeah. I'm putting meat juice in there. Like, <laughs> what is this going on in there? About that. Uh-huh. Yeah. And so it was like non-GMO. Like, there are no GMO avocados. Like, they don't even exist. Uh-huh. So you, don't need to, you don't need to label that, you know? And so, yeah. But yeah, no, I usually am right with you. Organic, I would 95% of time is such a scam because... Um, being organic, be like be having the label of being organic. Uh, it's just like, an eye catcher. It's, it's another ad for here. Buy me instead of that. Yes, that's what it's it an feels eye catcher. Like. And, 
and the organization that does it, they are like, it's not like, oh, if you meet these standards, you're just USDA organic. There are a few standards, yeah, but mostly it's like if you pay us money. The FDA is not deciding if you're organic no. or not. No, exactly. Uh, I, at least I hope. I just totally <laughs> made that <laughs> statement with no. I couldn't imagine that, though. No, exactly. Yeah, it's it's literally like a third party organization, and if you pay them their fees and you like meet these very loose and vague restrictions, oh, then you can label it as organic. That's a legitimate thing. I thought you were like, you know, no, no, wow. So I could not yeah. legally, which I guess makes sense, put organic on my product if I don't meet this bizarre third party's organ uh, requirements. Yeah, you cannot put that label on it like that. You can say so. Like, somebody oh, has trademarked organic, and I need to pay them money to <laughs> put it on my label. Yeah, no, it's no, it's that's totally true. Like wow. it's a, it's no not idea. like no, it's not. It's like it's not like saying like oh, it's free or it's clean or it's like cage free. No, it's literally there is an organization um, that trademark that label and you have to pay them to have that la- and like you said it is like an advertisement they're it's an investment they're paying that so that people can look at it and be like wow this thing has such high quality because look at this awesome official looking label it has on it when it doesn't really mean all that much dang so we we need to find a synonym for organic where we wouldn't have to pay those little benefits the benefits package yeah. to get the rights to use it we, we need to be starting like non-inorganic or something Exactly. But, yeah. So there, there is a label USDA organic, but that is the different kind of. That is like the, that is a different. That sounds label very than different than organic. See. Yeah. Yes, and I think only fairly recently was that the USDA kind of pressured into being like, hey, this is our logo, and you cannot use this one. Oh, not our logo, but yeah, like this is a distinction here because things could you before you could have put the word organic, but you couldn't have that little sticker on it. And the USDA is like, oh, that's fine because it is, you know, we have other standards, but this specific company, if you put that seal on it, you have to pay them. Right. And so USDA maybe is like, hey, you're kind of implying you're an, a government entity when you're not. Yeah. You know, like, that's <laughs> why I thought it sounds kind of fishy. Sounds a little weird. Wonder how regulated it, it is, yeah. but. Yeah, same thing with non-GMO. Like non-GMO is like a non-GMO project. It's like kind of like it's a third party. They don't have to kind of do whatever. And again, we'll go into this whole thing, but USD organic, it doesn't mean what you like people when they think organic, they think like, well, it's higher quality, no pesticides, Hmm. like all these things. I will live forever if I I will live forever. It's better for me. Uh Um, like USDA organic, they can use pesticides. They have specific kinds of pesticides they can use, and some of them are actually a lot worse, worse. for you. Um, <laughs> you know, like for, like for example, they can use nicotine-based pesticides. Really? Which? Oh yeah, because uh, tobacco plants they make a little bit of nicotine. It's a it's a pesticide. It's supposed to keep things from eating them. And we just find it really fun to smoke, smoke. and ingest. That you know, sounds amazing. Kind of like caffeine. Um, but they can use that and it's supposed to wash off. But if you don't, you can, again, you're not going to get like addicted to your tomatoes, but you don't want <laughs> to start having tomato doing that. Yeah. <laughs> tomato. Exactly. Yeah. Oh yeah. Tomato. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, so yeah, so it's, it's not that I try to find those foods like, oh, it's higher quality. It's USD organic, non-GMO, you know, pita, cocoa, whatever bullshit. It's more like, Hey, I'm looking for these very specific things in this very specific ingredient, not in my general shopping. And unfortunately, the only one that has that is this certified organic bullshit. Because yeah. no one else really cares about that thing. And they're they're pandering to a specific kind of demographic. And I'm unfortunately falling into that a little bit. I'm putting a toe <laughs> on that demographic. Uh-huh. Much yeah. to my shame. In this instance. <laughs> yeah. This instance, yeah. yeah. I don't know if I've ever particularly experienced that with buying food. However, it, it makes me think about how much freaking research I do into buying something before I actually go buy it. I, I could not imagine 20 years ago, like like recently I had to buy a new microphone. I was having microphone mm-hmm. issues. I couldn't imagine 20 years ago going to a, I don't know, that I don't even know if Guitar Center was around 20 years ago, but going to like a music store or something and buying buying a microphone, dropping a few hundred dollars and being like, well, this guy says it's good. So let's take it home and plug it in and find out. But now with freaking YouTube and websites and all this stuff, I feel like I'd be a nervous wreck buying anything 
20 years ago. Oh, yeah. No, I need to have been verified. Yeah. <laughs> and I just, I feel I very lucky thing. with the internet to be able to do that. Oh, yeah. No. And again, it's this interesting thing where I will trust individuals if I know them very well. Right. If I'm like, hey, I have a friend. They're really good at this thing and they recommend this. I trust them. But if there's like someone I don't really know or I just met and they recommend something, I'm like, eh, I don't really trust them. It's whatever. Every salesman. Follow them. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But if it's like a huge number of people, like of of complete strangers, I've never even like, I don't know who they are. I will trust their judgment because the ad, like for for consumer goods specifically, yeah, everything. Uh, because, yeah, you'll get some outliers who are like, yeah, this thing, I got it. I hate, when I hate reviews is when reviews come, like, they have one out of five stars and they're complaining about, like, how long it took to deliver or ship. Oh, yeah. Or, like, not to do with the product at all. Yeah. Like, this is bullshit. Um, or someone gives it five stars because it arrived. Like, it came. Five stars. I'm like, okay, that's, <laughs> you know, <laughs> wow. Good job. <laughs> yeah. You, you got it to me. Um, but like most people, they will, you know, they will review it and it, it usually is good. Usually they're a good indicator as long as you know specifically what that thing is going for. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so again, if I like, and I do this on Amazon, if I see a thing like, wow, it has a thousand reviews and almost all of them are four or five stars. Like, I think I'm going to, ha- I think this is good. This oh is yeah. Be solid. I don't even let it show um, me anything below four and a half stars. Yeah. Oh yeah. No. What's the something point? About it, yeah. Like, no. <laughs> What's even the point? Yeah. And so, yeah, so you go to a place like, oh, a lot of people like this. I'm like, well, again, I'm not one to follow the masses. I am a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. A lot of people. It's, you know, like, again, we do like research, peer reviewed stuff. The bigger your sample size, the more likely you are to get like a more accurate result. Right. And so if you see someone has 10 reviews and it's like, you know, five stars, I'm like, well, this could be this guy and his friends and family. You know, you, yeah. don't, know, <laughs> you don't know who really wrote this. Which actually, that, that happened recently with a book I bought of an really? acquaintance wrote it and it's got a lot of five stars from family and a lot of oh, eh, yeah. not so good from others. And you read it, you're like, oh God, I, no. <laughs> I felt too bad to write a review, so I didn't, but... <laughs> wasn't great anyways Morgan, yeah anyways. justice you must yeah. be like that one star you're like I know. no <laughs> just oh, put no yeah. no no yeah oh all right five out of five it arrived yeah it arrived yeah. it was here it is it is book it was <laughs> it has pages yeah it has words there are words yeah if you are literate you can read this <laughs> uh, okay anyways well, um, before we get into the topic, I, I, I was going to talk to you about this before we start recording, but oh, lay it on me. So personal yeah, details so now, on the air. Yeah. Just personal details. So uh-huh. I now have a slightly new work schedule, which doesn't really affect anyone at all, but it, I'm okay. So I'm still nights. <laughs> okay. I'm, you know, I'm still nice, but now instead of being Thursday through Saturday, I'm Friday through Sunday. Which, uh-huh. you know, uh, it's a one day thing, but it came with a promotion. Oh heck which, yeah, baby! Oh, oh hell yeah! Which in my in my line of work, a promotion is just you get paid more to do the exact same thing. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, eventually, a promotion could come where my job changes significantly, but this is not one of those. It's just like. Oh, you were like a level two. Now you're level three, which means nothing, but we pay you more. I'm like, that's all I really care about. Thank yeah. <laughs> well, sweet. So, yeah. Congratulations. Just, no, no, it's great. So it's uh, last week was kind of difficult because, um, well, yeah. So last week was the start of the new schedule, which again, nights one day over. It doesn't really matter. Um, but then I was called in to cover some shifts, which is nice because it was covering some shifts that I previously had worked before. Uh-huh. So now that I have with this new schedule, there are le- less people are working my schedule. So that means when people call out, I'm more likely to get an extra shift. In there. Oh well, that's good. Like I think Thursdays is when we have the most people in the lab at night. I was gonna say, it's do you have to like acclimate stuff. to new coworkers and stuff? And I I do. Well, like Fridays is still the same. Uh-huh. Uh, Saturdays, which I worked before, it's kind of empty. But Sundays, it is a it is a it's a ghost town in there, man. Oh, There's really? Like four of us. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, because that sounds our service, amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is nice in, in certain ways, uh, which is why when I got it, I'm like, well, this is less work for more money. I really appreciate that. <laughs> um, 
it uh because our we we rely on the like FedEx to deliver our samples. Uh huh. So Friday's the last day to deliver. Uh huh. And so on Saturday, we still can have carryover from the week. Like, oh, there was extras, and so here's it is, here it is. But on Sundays, all the extras were done on Saturday, and so there's only like very basic maintenance stuff to do. Well, sweet. Um, yeah, no, that's Score, great. Baby. And so, honestly, I'm not even sure why they wanted someone else there because I showed up and there was nothing to do. I'm like, well, I guess I'm a, I'm like, I'm an additional person here, and they don't even need the people they have here already. That so. is really weird. Great. It is. Yeah. Don't overthink it. I think You're gonna jinx yourself. Yeah, <laughs> they're gonna be like, what the hell were we thinking? They're gonna listen it's to this podcast. <laughs> It's one of those things where, like, like a squeaky wheel gets the oil. Right. Like, someone was complaining, like, oh, we're really... I think it was, like, one or two weeks out of the, you know, maybe, like, one week a month, there's something to do. And since they're so used to not doing anything, they're like, whoa, this is it's real busy here. Right. We need someone else. And I'm like, you, you guys don't even know the meaning of the word. Like, <laughs> you have no idea how easy it is here. So, But then also, the, the new day you picked up is Sunday. Yeah. So, usually... My schedule would end. I would work Saturday night into Sunday morning, uh-huh. and that would be the end of my work week. And now I go into Sunday night, and then I pop up Monday morning when I'm done. Okay, that's not that big. I was gonna say, I bet, I bet there's people no. that don't like to work on weekends in general. So maybe somebody wanted a shift change or something. But I don't know. Sunday night into Monday morning doesn't seem like that big a deal. No, it's not. It's a lot easier. It's a lot better. Um, and, and like I said, so it's like there's. Uh, so the company I work in or I work at there's you get like extra pay for working at nights but you could also get extra pay for working on the weekends oh double and, down and, baby and they'll stack up yeah so I used to have that like my, my Thursday night shift was like a night shift but it was just a weekday I'm like that's fine and technically for the company the weekend started after the Friday shift so Friday night that was counted also, those weekends yeah yeah counted and, so, and Saturday night obviously was too. So now all three of my shifts are weekend pay, um, night shift, and with the with the uh, the promotional the little pay raise they gave me. So it's it's doing I'm doing it's doing good. It's doing great. Well, score baby. Uh, it's almost to the point where it's it's I, I'm not complaining. It's great, but it's almost to the point where if I get offered overtime. I almost have to take it because it's so much money. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It's just like, it's so much. And I'm like, well, I'd be an idiot not yeah. to. Like, I'd just be an absolute moron. Do you know how many freaking dark chocolate bars I could buy? I I shit you not. I was literally thinking about that. <laughs> <laughs> that specifically? Was, no, yeah, yeah. Oh, so I, um, so I, I buy these chocolate-covered almonds and I buy these chocolate almond like little dark chocolate bars. Almonds ain't cheap. And no, yeah. they ain't cheap. And so I was, I was, and so I, I had brought one to work that on Sunday because I was like, it's gonna be slow and give me something to munch on. And I was like, every hour, I'm, I'm, I can buy X amount of chocolate <laughs> bars. <laughs> <that> <laughs> here. I literally, of have course. To stop. Oh, yeah, of course. course. It was great. Yeah. You just yeah, gotta yeah. convince your shift manager that it's like a morale booster, and then they buy it for your shift. Oh yeah, yeah. No free, and we get free snacks at work anyway. So oh, it's like, well, freaking put in the not suggestion. Not almonds, but I know. But there are almonds. Yeah, <laughs> there are just salted almonds. That's pretty there. funny. Uh, no, I was literally like this little pack, and I, I'm very like I, I wouldn't say I'm stingy, but I'm aware of like how things are cost, how much things are cost. Uh-huh. So like, you're you're sitting like, there, you're like, calculating almonds <laughs> per hour, and exactly. Yeah. There's like this. I have this. This like it's from the store. This local store. They they pre they package these chocolate covered dark chocolate covered almonds, and they're just delicious to eat. And they're normally like five bucks a pack, more like five fifty a pack. And so I was sitting there. I'm like, wow, I can like, I can eat this many in an hour, and I'd be breaking <laughs> even. Like this many boxes boxes of these chocolates. Was, and so it was like this. Like I die. Well, I know what to get you for your birthday then. Oh, yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, that's pretty funny. So yeah, yeah. The, 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 you, you might be exaggerating, you might be joking, but that's literally. If you're a fan of this show, <laughs> just send dark chocolate almonds to our PO box. Yeah. Oh hell yeah, yeah. We'll just get a. They'll be melted into yeah. one mass. I used to. I tried to order chocolate covered almonds. There's a, a website called nuts.com. Oh <laughs> uh, well, shut up! Are you? Kidding? I don't know. I'm. I'm like what are you, eight 16? years old. Yes, sixteen. I was. You mature. think an eight year old would get that joke? <laughs> nuts.com. Yes, nuts. I think an eight year old would laugh at that. 
That's pretty funny. I had no idea. <clears throat> yeah. I was a little nervous when like I typed a, that in. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's a safe site. Don't worry. Um, <laughs> and they, they they sell like almonds and peanuts and wal- oh, all the dried all fruits you can think of. and stuff. Dry food. They have like, you know, we are not sponsored, and, again, but we want to be. Sponsored. <laughs> Um, they have really, they have like rare versions of nuts. They have like Marcano almonds. Oh, that's cool. They got like licorices and stuff and yeah, yeah. they have licorices and all the stuff. And so, but it is fairly expensive. Like it's not cheap. And I think it it is higher quality, but, uh, you can buy almonds at your local store for fairly cheaper, I would say. Yeah. Um, but they have chocolate covered almonds there and chocolate covered peanuts and everything else too. And I ordered it one time, like, okay, I got it like a coupon. They said, like, oh, for signing up to our email, which I immediately unsubscribed to, you get 25% <laughs> off your first offer. So I'm like, hell yeah. Thank you. And so I got these, yeah, thank you for the, and I never ordered from them again. Uh-huh. Um, and then when I got, but I, so they come in these little these bags of chocolate covered almonds, and all the almonds were fused into one giant block oh, because they were. shit. Uh-huh. And this was during the winter time. So I'm like, what the hell? Where are these, where are these coming from? <laughs> Yeah, that's too bad. But were they good? They were. Well, I, you have to you hack to them like, apart with a. You have to hack them blade. apart, and so they were yeah. good. But you get one almond that's like completely encased in chocolate. So you get like a, take a bite of one, and there's no almond inside. You're like, that was no, just yeah, it's chocolate. just a hunk of chocolate yeah. <laughs> with the hint of almond dust on uh, it. It's pretty uh, so it was good, but again, I wouldn't order it just because of that issue. And I looked at her reviews, and all of them were like, this tastes great, but it came fused together. I'm like, okay, this is a common issue that they haven't solved for some uh, reason. That's too bad. Um, they probably they probably sent it to some processing facility in like Arizona or some shit where it just, no matter what time of year, it's going to melt. Yeah. And Or it, they, they put the package in on top of the engine of the truck, <laughs> and it just melts the hell out of it. Yeah. Uh, based out <laughs> of the equator. Yeah, that's right. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, uh, well, so that, yeah, was that? Yeah, yeah, that was the point of that. Yeah, yeah. just fused. Pretty almonds. cool. So I, I don't order those just because of that. Hey, I've I, uh, like I've calculated things in in funnier ways. That's right. I remember you per hour. telling me the story of learning algebraic equations about rune crafting through RuneScape. Yeah. yeah. I still yeah. think about uh-huh. that all the time. Uh, it's amazing. Every time I think about uh, video games, right? I, I see there there's a guy on YouTube and he does little funny life lessons he learned from RuneScape. And uh, his videos pop up every now and then. And every time I see him pop up, I remember, oh, learning math through runecrafting. And it wasn't just like... It wasn't just algebra. I was probably like 13, 14. And the math I needed is like not the college yeah. level. It's uh-huh. like trig- It's like math 1040. You need like many this, variables, a graphing many, calculator. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I remember because it was it was so many years. And like, I'll tell the story again because it's just, I love <laughs> it. I don't know fun. why. <laughs> yeah. It's just it's a fun thing. It's like, so essentially in the class, it was like, imagine you're a farmer and you have a plot of land. And... This crop, you can plant this many crops. If you only planted carrots, you would have enough room to plant this many. And they, but they sell for this much, you know, usually like less money because you can grow more of them. Uh-huh. And you can also plant onions and they're a little bigger, so they take up more space. And so you can plant this many in your plot, but they sell for a little more because they're onions. Like, and so what is the optimal mix of <laughs> crops you can plant in this thing? That like makes it, you know, whatever. And when I was, for, I think most people, they'd be like, well, it's either one or the other, 100% of one, 100% of the other, because that's, you know, whatever is most efficient. But that's not true. Almost always it's a mix uh-huh. of both of them to get the most money. And how the graph looks like, if you imagine like your classic, like L-ish graph, you know, uh-huh. there's a line from the bottom left corner to like the top right, like your normal, like, oh, like X is two and Y is, you know, three. And there's like a line, right. there, you know, and the other crop would have the inverse. It would come from the top and go to the bottom uh-huh. because it would just, you know, it has to and whatever. And so when you look at that shape and it's a different shape for everything, you get like this tray, almost like this pointy bit. And that really pointy bit, the point is where you get the most money. Right. That's like where the... Um, and, it, you know, so it could be 90% carrots and numbers and onions or whatever. It doesn't have to be 50-50. But the, the distinction is that the crops, they take a different amount of resources and they give you a different amount of money. Uh-huh. And so, again, when you fucking <laughs> room crafting in, my, I, in, in RuneScape. I just remember you sharing uh, that story and being like, I went to my cousin who was older for help. And, yes, yes, And yes, she yes. was like, what class is this for? And you're like, oh, no, it's for a video game. 
And she's like, what yeah, the no, fuck? I, I didn't say it was for a video oh, game. I didn't? just said it wasn't for a class. <laughs> <laughs> I was too embarrassed to say it was for a video game. And she was just like, what the, what the hell are you doing over there? And, oh my gosh. It's my own personal fr- research. My own personal research. And when I, when I asked my cousin about this, I, I invented a third scenario because I didn't want to be like, well, it's rocks. You turn to magic and you do spells. With. It was like, <laughs> oh my gosh, I can't breathe. <laughs> it was like, imagine you have a construction project and you have like this amount of wood, but you can make, you know, thing A or thing B with wood, but you need two of A and three different of B, resources. but they take yeah. different, yeah, different, uh, you know, stuff like that. And so, yeah, it's like this super complex thing. And remember as a kid, I was playing this game and I was just like, how the fuck do I figure this out? I like, can't no believe one on you created like a, a, you know, and a, a, a parallel scenario of farming yeah. or construction yeah. to explain <laughs> Exactly. Because it's just such a weird thing. Like, you know, it's, um, it's a weird thing for a kid to need to know. Yeah. Now. And so it's pretty funny. So though. honestly, those games, they really, I, I, I will always stand by this. They can really, okay, I didn't learn, I wasn't like, oh, oh now I, I play RuneScape, I, I know math like a genius. Oh, I'm, you know, fucking you, Jimmy Neutron over you here. You should watch this guy and the life lessons he talks about. <laughs> I'll send you one of his videos. He talks about yeah, scamming, yeah, yeah. and like when he was 12, he got oh, scammed, yeah. and he's like, oh, well, I, fuck, I grew up real fast from that. <laughs> I got scammed. I got so pissed. I did too. And Everyone yeah, did. Man, it hurt, but, uh, okay. I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure I don't know if I scanned anyone. I'm pretty sure I made a bad like I someone made a bad deal and I'm like, I didn't lie to you. I just you just misunderstood what I was trying to say. Yeah. Um but yeah, no. And exactly, no, it's so true. I think and again, RuneScape is like his MMORPG. So it's not like you played Call of Duty, although I would say Call of Duty still has some things you could learn. Um you're not going to learn advanced math from Call of Duty. No. But uh, with MMORP or even open world games in general, you can understand like economy and problem solving and value. Because for RuneScape, honestly, I attribute my like hunger for money, from those <laughs> my greed, uh-huh. my yeah, my greed, my avarice. Um, it comes from I was like, oh yeah, if I do this thing a lot, I can get a lot of in-game currency, right? All the gold in RuneScape or whatever. Uh It's like having a job, right? Like it really was like, well, if I'm really good at, I do this thing that not a lot of people can do or want to do. If I do this thing specifically for a long time, I can get these resources, I can sell them. And when I get the money, I can then use that money to buy other things that will help my other stats and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So I think as a child learning these things, I think really influenced how I thought. Yeah. Uh, that's why that's like when I work overtime like this is like free money like who the hell and I meet people and they're like well I'm leaving early I'm like dude why uh-huh. <laughs> you you don't get paid when you leave early like yeah I just gotta go home like you're so weak you know like, <laughs> oh you're so, how good you're like I love being at home he's like well I like being at home like don't you tell uh, me that bullshit I love being home like yeah. I, I am the most homebody person there is but I still you gotta stick I'm out the grind here. man that's right, make it man. happen. Gotta, gotta make that cheddar. Oh, yeah, it's it's pretty funny. Yeah, and watching his videos gives me a lot of nostalgia for the things that I felt, and I don't know. It's it's pretty funny, but I I bet yeah. that was that's probably true of any video game that has a social aspect to it where you're interacting with actual other people. But RuneScape in particular, there was something about it: the dopamine from big grinds, the Oh, economics yeah. of it and, and it's all player-based economics it's not like a game you it's boot up like based. fallout where it's like oh here's 200 caps thanks for bringing me exactly. this thing it's like there's actual yeah, exactly. trading and interest being built on items and, and now there's like, like, the like the a tax or something like uh-huh. oh it's just crazy no literally like i think if you want to like if you want to teach a kid about the like stock market you go to like the grand exchange in Brunswick, <laughs> where like players invent the economy I'm like, well, yesterday, Addy Armor was like 10K, and now it's 11. I'm like, yeah, I don't know why. No one knows why. It just <laughs> is now. Shut up. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> you know, and it's because, you know, it's just because Big Addy is back up the price. I don't know like, oh what's gosh. going on over there. But. That's so funny. That's so funny. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. I think the experience he describes in there was like how proud his little 10-year-old mind was when he... He got a full mithril set that cost him like 8,000 GP and he he saw this dude that walked up and his was gold trimmed and he's like, oh, hey, I'll 
I'll gold trim yours for you. Just trade it to me. And he's like, I traded it to him. And I just waited with desperate anticipation. And then he started to walk away. I had that experience. Not not that one in particular, but I I know the exact emotions he was describing from that encounter. Yes. I lived and so did every freaking RuneScape player ever live. And well, it because... makes you it it makes you mature real quick because now yes. I don't want anybody to fuck with me because I've already been fucked with. That's so right. My like a, guard it's like is a vaccine. Up. Yes, you've been vaccinated against being yes. scammed. My guard is up in, now in this digital landscape, and so in the real world, it was almost worse than like, had it been real money. Like, are you <laughs> no, kidding no, no. me? <laughs> it's almost worse. Well, as a child, it is oh, worse yeah. because it is affecting you as a child. Now it's like, like everything <laughs> takes my money. One more thing doesn't matter, but you fucking take my rune armor set, I'll yeah, murder you. Fucked. Yeah, yeah, I'll kill you, and your uh, dog. But it's yeah, no, and I feel like again, it's. I, I, it's this paradox, right? Of like old people. Old people get scammed all the all the fucking time. Yeah. And I don't. And I am like, how are you, an an experienced aged adult, right? <laughs> and your son from Winnebago, which you don't have, is asking for money because they're in jail, and you send it to them. I'm like, how are you? How are you? You're like you are retired with money to spare. Like you <laughs> did something with your life. How did you get tricked into this? How could you know? You have a four hundred one k and like a million children. Yeah. How did you survive? You, have, two, you yeah. have three houses, and you know you got a you know you know whatever gold yeah. stocks or whatever. You got gold bars and buried in your backyard. That's right. All your teeth are gold. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like it's because it's not about intelligence. Again, when you get older, your mind gets a little fuzzy. Whatever that, that does happen. But I think it's more about exposure. Like you don't have to be. You can be gullible and brilliant. Like, you can be both. And for me, that didn't make sense. I was like, you can't be smart and fall into this kind of shit. But it happens all the time. Yeah. It really does. And it's really sad. Uh, so, and I think you kind of, you see that with, I, I mean, every generation has their, like, Tony Stark-esque person. Like, oh, look at this wealthy person. They're a genius. They're a god. Uh-huh. They can do anything. Yeah, like Steve Jobs, who was like, wow. And Steve Jobs is the closest thing because I think, honestly, he died before he fell, which is, you know, he, he would have eventually had a really shitty idea, made some bad investments and whatever. Right. But he passed away. So he's now immortalized as a legend. I don't know. Have you industry. seen the iPod shuffle? It came close. <laughs> but. It came pretty close. Uh, and then you, and I think the most recent one was like Elon Musk. For a while, it was like, oh, Elon Musk, like he he invented Tesla, like the the greatest electric cars. Mm-hmm. And oh, he's now oh, he made a flamethrower. What can't he do? He's going to space. That's amazing. He's like, making the rockets. tip of his rocket a more badass shape that's gonna totally destroy some of its integrity. Exactly, yeah. just for funsies. Sure, that's pretty What's dope. I mean, if you got the money to do yeah. it, go for no, it. No, no. But. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, exactly. And like, uh, he owns this company that wants to bore tunnels underneath the United States to make like giant roadways, which is fairly smart, I guess, mm-hmm. depending where you're from. And it's called the Boring Company because they're boring into the <laughs> earth. That's brilliant. I love it. It's hilarious. I see what you um, did there, sir. Yeah, yeah punny. Uh huh. And then you see, like, well, now he bought Twitter, and he's actually kind of an asshole, and no one likes him. And, <laughs> He's uh, not as smart as you thought he was. It was mostly a lot of his engineers and inventors and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry that the myth of the man came crashing down. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So every and everyone everyone has a generation of like or just kind of individual that is put on a pedestal. And so it's really sad when that comes crumbling yeah. down. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I, RuneScape, it taught you a lot of life lessons and it. And it still does. The old old school RuneScape is still going. Literally yesterday, I was I I I, I tickled the thought like maybe I should play RuneScape, and then I, it went it went away. But it's just a fun. Oh thing man, he he had a vid- he had another video. This same guy I sent you, he had another video of like why do people play RuneScape, and like he opens it, and he's just like, I don't know, I fucking hate it, but I have to play it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that. that, that is literally. I don't hate it. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I, I some, he's so jaded. Some, I, don't, I don't know. Something like that just gets me so engrossed. I'm like, I have to finish the grind, but the grind's gonna waste 400 hours of my free time. That's Are you kidding me? Of my life. I don't know. 
Yeah. <sighs> it's better now because now I listen, whenever I have a game that doesn't have a lot of audio, like you don't have to listen to things very much, like management games or civilization or whatever, I usually listen to a podcast when I oh, do yeah. it, maybe some music. And therefore, and it's it's such a, having that duality of like listening to a podcast while doing something that is like digitally productive. For me, my brain just releases every single drop of dopamine it has. God. It's just like, this is amazing. Audiobooks has You're made driving tolerable for me. I hated <laughs> driving. It's like a fucking half hour wasted of my time just to get from point That's A to a point chore. B. I don't know. I hate Listen that. Listen to the radio and it's like the same five songs you always play. Well, it's radio, like thir- a three minute song and then 10 minutes of ads that you're never going to buy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so, yeah, no, I completely agree. I I don't understand how, again, this is very millennial of me, <laughs> but I still use my GPS to go everywhere, uh-huh. like except except work. You know, like that's the place. That, and it took me a while to get to that point. I don't understand, especially because in the state we live in, it's fairly easy to navigate. But a lot of places, it's just like a nightmare. And I'm like, how did people get anywhere? I think anywhere else I'd done? be lost. Yeah. Yeah. We'd just be we screwed over. Because, yeah. And again, it's there have been a lot of, maybe not a lot. There have been a a few studies to come out being like, hey, our generation is really bad at navigating without GPS because we're so reliant on it. Yeah. But it's one of those things where I feel like it's not a bad thing. It's like, my generation, you know what we're also really bad at? Churning butter. <laughs> Who fucking does that? Like, nobody. Like, yeah. <clears throat> I don't know how to defrag a hard drive and I don't give a shit. Who cares? <laughs> it's a, a useless skill now. It's been automated. I Pay the guy down the street now. to do it. Yeah. Exactly. And so it's more of a like, hey, why would I make this thing more boring when I can make it fun with podcasts and music without ads? It's great. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I remember, yeah, just for some reason when I when I do those things, I'm like, wow, I almost look forward to doing this boring thing because it's now not boring. It's fun. Yeah. Because I get to listen to something or, you know. Yeah. Get so educated or stuff. entertained. <clears throat> yeah. That's right. Speaking of educated, the topic today is really short. So oh, that's good. We can really, <laughs> we don't have a lot of time anyway. Yeah. We have to go fairly soon. So, I've been, I remember as a kid, I was really interested in this, even though it has no consequence whatsoever to any anyone's life, or at least almost no one's life. I'm going to get into, again, with all medical things or biological things, it can get really into a nightmare really quickly. Okay. Um, and the topic is hiccups. Ooh, we we all have had hiccups. We all know about hiccups. Yes. And I think as a kid, I remember learning that hiccups, like we didn't really know why hiccups were a thing. Like, there's no real reason for them. It doesn't seem to do anything. They can come randomly and then they go away randomly. And some things bring them on, and some things can cure them. But there's not like a set cure. Like it doesn't work for everyone. So I don't know. When you were a kid, were you, did you have a did you, or do you still have like a hiccup cure that you will employ? I don't think I've had the hiccups for a long time, but I remember wow. I remember a lot of them were like, oh, uh, hang, hold your head upside down for 20 seconds <laughs> or drink a full glass of water without breathing. And it's like, OK, uh, but no hiccups have plagued my two year old's little life and he gets them oh, all no. the freaking time. But no, I don't think I really ever experienced it. But no, I do remember some people saying different things like hold your breath or scare yourself, which I never understood, like no, like a really jump either. scare or something. But uh, but no, not really. I did hear some of the, the little tricks to get rid of them. Yeah, and I feel like I I have I have tricks. Too. So I haven't had hiccups, like you said, in a while, too, uh, now that I think about it. I'm going to get them tonight because, now that I said that. Like, <laughs> exactly. I'm just going to start having it right now. cursing. Uh, um, I, but I do remember, and I think the reason why I haven't gotten them for a while is I now know the main triggers for my hiccups. Oh, okay. And I avoid them. Like, if I eat a lot of, like, dry-ass food and I don't drink any water or any beverage, that will give me a hiccup pretty quick. Really? Like like eating a biscuit. Like you just eat like this delicious buttery biscuit, but it's just like dry. Like it's just soaking. If I try to swallow that like very quickly or constantly, I will I will get that. Okay. I, I think I could see that. I think I could see that. If I'm like chugging soup or like eating like, you know, whatever, it usually doesn't happen. But if I fe- if you start to feel your like esophagus stretching to, you know, <laughs> because you took too, you're too greedy of a bite uh-huh. and didn't chew properly, then that's when I'm like, oh, this is in my cosmic hiccups. Um, 
But then now when I eat, I always have something to drink. I always have something there because I fucking hate hiccups. It's really annoying. Now you said we don't really um, know what triggers it. So yeah, so it seems the thing. The reason is we it, it's different for everyone. So for some people, it seems to be random. Some people will have reported like, oh yeah, I just get them and there's no reason why I wasn't eating anything. I wasn't doing anything weird. Uh, it's whatever. Uh-huh. And so like that's never happened to me. I've n- I'm, I don't think. Oh, and laughing too much. Obviously, if I laugh too much, I get the yes. Yeah. There's something that is causing it in for you. Yes. But some people it can just spontaneously happen. It can spontaneously happen. For some people, it's drinking too much alcohol. Uh, and there's obviously like the stereotype, like the drunk that's like... Oh, like yeah, yeah, thing. Like It's like a cartoony but that's not really, thing, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's like this hobo that's been drinking, yeah. you know, that kind of thing. Uh, but I don't think I've ever met anyone who really has had that happen to them. We're like, oh, I drank so much, I had the hiccups. I'm like, oh. From alcohol. From alcohol. That they remember. <laughs> that they yeah. remember, that's who true. Um, spicy foods. Sometimes some people get hiccups from spicy foods. I again, I've never Ooh. personally know someone that has happened. You to. know what? I do have a habanero sauce that it can. <laughs> it depends on the day. Yeah. Now that I think about yeah. it, yeah, I think that in culmination with water, trying to cool it down, mm. which you know isn't the best thing to do with chilies, but nah, it's oils. But it yeah, matter. it. Uh, I I do get that occasionally. Oh, okay. And I, I know it's a thing because uh, I do watch quite a bit of Rhett and Link, their little Good Mythical Morning show mm-hmm. on YouTube. And years ago, they did they used to do a lot of spicy challenges, and almost always Link would get the <laughs> from from the all the time, you know. Uh, and it could just be like getting scared could give you the hiccups, which was always like you said a thing I heard as being a cure, but I never really did that to myself. Oh, really? really? Scared getting yourself. scared could cause them. Yeah, oh. like anxiety and stress in general, but like getting oh, scared. I could, yeah, okay, I could see that. And I remember there was like a TV show or a movie or like, I don't know, a cartoon where like someone got the hiccups when they were scared and it, it like it was a funny thing. I don't I remember what show it was, but I do remember that being a thing a little bit. So again, so th- there's multiple causes and while technically, yeah, we don't know what, okay, we don't know why hiccups are a thing. Hiccups don't seem to serve any kind of purpose. Like they just happened like what kind of re- I, i'm sure we know yeah, what like, kind of reaction is going on but why yeah yeah we know what's physically physiologically uh-huh. happening but we don't know why like for example sneezing we know why people sneeze your your body is sneezing because it's trying to get rid of stuff that's like an irritant in the lungs or nasal cavities it's just expelling stuff you know that's just that's just what's happening uh-huh. even though it's like a weird thing but with hiccups or there doesn't seem to be like a like why just to be a nuisance benefit uh-huh. to anyone Exactly. Yeah. So um, what's happening basically is so you have your lungs. There's these, you know, two big things that hold in air. And, <laughs> they're squishy. Uh huh. Squishy. Uh, they're kind of yeah. It don't if you ever look up videos of like people like their lungs like just taken out of them. It's it's very. They look gross. Yeah. yeah. Google no, what thank your you. Lungs look like they're just like very thin. They're full of air and uh, it's like a little. Anyway, um, and below your lungs you have your diaphragm. And your diaphragm is like this little muscle. It's kind of a fairly big muscle, actually. And it kind of sits below your lungs. And it kind of, it pulls down on your lungs to get you to inhale. That's kind of its job. Okay. So, uh, so it's kind of this thing where nothing, like, nothing actually, like, the term sucking, like, in fact, a vacuum cleaner, like, it doesn't suck in air. Like, what your lungs are doing is creating, like, a low-pressure environment so the air will rush into it but it's not like physically pulling the air from the outside okay so uh, even though it feels like you're like like curbing like pulling the air with like your little invisible hands out of your mouth into your into your lungs it really it's just, just the expansion you, ex- pulling it in yeah when you expand it there's more room so things get pulled in that's just how it works hmm. a little uh, osmosis really going experiment. on that's uh-huh. <laughs> Uh, there's this uh, <laughs> fun little thing where you can get like a sealed cup with a straw in it. Like the straw is the only kind of exit and entrance to this cup. And if you try to suck air out of it, it's impossible. Like because you're sealing it and the air has, you cannot pull the air from this thing because it's air, it's sealed tight. Uh-huh. And therefore, so it's kind of giving away the illusion of you're pulling in air. You're just kind of creating oh, a low pressure system. Interesting. If the pressure isn't good enough. Yeah, it can't actually work. Huh. Anyway. So, but your lungs, you don't need your diaphragm. Your lungs can expand and compress on their own. Well, get rid uh, of that shit. 
Exactly. Oh, yeah. no, so, <laughs> your diaphragm makes it way more efficient. You don't want to only rely on your lungs because they can get tired and eventually, you know, you could not, like, it'd be harder to breathe if you just had to solely rely on, again, not your lungs. Your lungs aren't really muscles. It, there's like, your chest can expand and compress without your lungs. Right. Oh, sorry, without your diaphragm. You can't do that. You, you need your lungs. It's okay. <laughs> um, but your diaphragm is like really efficient at it. It's really good. And so what hiccups are is that that little the the diaphragm is actually spasming. It's kind of getting like kind of like a like a cramp or like a little mini seizure, where it's just kind of moving up, like it's kind of pushing up on your lungs, and it's like kind of making you like blow out air and pull in air really quickly, huh. like, yeah. kind of like okay, inside, um, which is uh, I don't know when. So when I ever if I start if I laugh so hard I start hiccuping. If I'm laughing while hiccuping, it makes the most embarrassing <laughs> noise. It's like this. Like, <laughs> I hate it. Oh, that uh, sounds amazing. It is. Yeah, because your lungs trying to do two different things um, at the same time. And so, yeah. So physically, like you said, we know what's happening in there. We know this is happening. And this is why, like, even when you're hiccuping, you can still breathe normally because your diaphragm is not out of commission. It's just kind of spasming. And also your body has backup muscles to help you breathe. Um, but, it, but your diaphragm is the thing that is kind of spasming to make that little sound. Uh-huh. Uh, and so all the cures and tricks to get rid of hiccups, they're basically trying to put pressure or do something to your diaphragm to make this stop happening. Okay. And, and it has mixed success. Like I, I personally have a hiccups cure, quote unquote, for me that works almost every single time. And I love it. Okay. Which so, is... Yeah, so mine... Again, this is different for everyone. I'm like, oh, you got to do this. And it, I don't know. It, it's just different for everyone. For me, I... So what I do... It's kind of like what you said. I have to drink like a lot of water while holding my breath. But what I do is I intake air. And I take in air to the point where I can't, like, I can't take it anymore. Like it, it's almost painful to kind of like... You take your deepest breath. And then you force a little more air into it. And then you... Oh, breathe. okay. It's almost like it's really... Uh-huh. You pull in, put in pressure, and then you drink like a glass of water uh, fairly quickly. You, you want to gulp it. You want to like those get gulping that big expansion. Get that big expansion. Like I so said, I think what you're doing is I'm putting pressure on the nerve of the diaphragm or the diaphragm itself because your stomach is kind of right next to it, and so maybe that in your esophagus moving, you're kind of like in a weird way like massaging it. I don't know what's <laughs> happening down in there, but like you're kind of doing weird shit to uh-huh. it. And if I drink a glass of water and I keep holding, I keep holding that breath, like like a really overextended breath, as long as I can without passing out. And then once that happens, if I breathe out, it you it usually it's almost always gone. Huh? That's that's tried me. and true, baby. That's my tried and true for me personally. It's good, everyone. And and the worst part is, you know, you can I can tell if it's not going to work is if while I'm holding my breath, if I hiccup a few times, it's it, it's You're like, like fuck. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, oh, I drink that water and I hit my breath for nothing. I'll try it again. And then suddenly I'm full of water and it's annoying. Hmm. Um, but yeah, so hiccups are normally they're they're temporary. They're not a big deal. It's not really indicative of anything really bad. Uh, is there a. Although, oh, yeah. Sorry. Finish. Oh, no, wait, go ahead. No, I was just wondering, is there a, such a thing, and I don't know if it was hiccups or what the deal was, is there a such thing as, like, perpetual hiccups that are something very similar? I uh, I met a man, a Dominican man in New York. He was, like, 93 years old, and he had oh. eternal hiccups. And he had to, like, oh. sit funny in a chair and, like, lay on his back. And every time I went to see him, I, I was like, he we're going to go there and his caretaker is going to be like, yeah, he passed away. I swear. Because <laughs> you'd, you'd, you'd sit there for 20 minutes yeah. and you could see him visibly in pain. And every five seconds, it was this big hiccup. And it was like an audible, like, oh. his voice stops. You think his heart, it's like. It was like the visual reaction of what I thought your body would do in a heart attack. Like this contraction oh. and tightening and like everything freezes and and it was like every five seconds. So I it probably wasn't like hiccups, but that it just looked like a severe, never ending hiccup. <clears throat> yeah, no, and that's <laughs> that's what I was gonna go into is like permanent hiccups. There uh, is a thing. They are a oh thing. my gosh. There is a thing. And I have honestly, a new greatest fear. 
It is one of my greatest fears. It is an every, and that's probably why I avoid hiccups at all costs because there's been, it hasn't, it's not very common. It's extremely rare, but we have ancient, like old medieval tales of it. And we do have modern people who have had hiccups for a long time. I've met someone who had hiccups for a week and they said it was awful. Dude, I would die of like sleep deprivation. How do you sleep with hiccups? (laughs) No. They say it's really hard. Like, you eventually just get, like, get so exhausted you sleep. But there are cases of people, like, we have regular people who are, like, 40, 50 years of hiccups. Like, constant. That is tragic. And that is, and that is their life. Um, and that is a nightmare to me. That is something I would be like, this sucks so bad. And for all of them, it started off with a normal case of hiccups. They just, like laughed too hard or they drank water or they ate too much food or whatever they did they got scared they got hiccups and it just never oh my gosh ever (laughs) dude i all right no more habanero salsa no more habanero so which is why whenever okay like it's so rare i don't think there's even a statistic for it there's only been known to be like 10 people on the planet's ever had. oh really so what this guy had probably wasn't this it could have been something it, it else. It could have been some form of that. Maybe it was like mini seizures. Maybe it was heart spat or like some sort of chest spasm. Or it could have been hiccups. I don't know. Uh-huh. Who knows? Maybe it was like a weird conjunction. I don't like the word but spasm. Just oh, Spasm? <laughs> I don't know. I just, my my body rejects that word. I don't know. It just rejects uh. it. Yeah. So I just, that, there is something about like, it is, hiccups are so uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable in a way that it's not even like that painful. It's just like, it's annoying. It happens at the perfect frequency for it to be like so aggravating to me. Because if it, it's not even constant. It's like, like you said, every five or six seconds. So you can't really take a break from it. I know. But it's long enough that you just like, you you can think about it. Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and right when you think <laughs> you it's gone, think. it's like two seconds later. Hey, popping back in. Yeah. Yeah. And I imagine my entire life in that anticipation mode, like, is this going to be the last one? Is this going to be? And then like, no, you're, oh my it, gosh, it's your dude, fault. I would like, go I crazy. I, I, I would go insane. Oh my gosh. Um, the articles I've read about this person, they say like, yeah, like they're, they, they got divorced because of oh, it. Oh yeah. Because their spouse couldn't take it. Like, oh dude, my no wife hates like if I rhythmically <laughs> tap a finger or something on a desk or if I'm like driving and I tap my thumb, she'll be like, stop. Stop! Like, just freak oh out. And so, like, dude, if I got the hiccups, she would. Oh man, that'd be bad. Yeah, you'd be you'd, you'd wake up know. with a knife in your chest. She's got some anxiety around it, but um, it's yeah, that not, would that would not yeah, be a I good time. It. Honestly, yeah. And this is like, if I if okay, this would be like my 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 mental kind of route. If I had hiccups, and after like six hours they weren't gone i'd be very concerned i'd be like, oh, shit. <laughs> I'd be like okay time to go to the er <laughs> and then you yeah. go to the hospital I, and you're like i uh, maybe not have the, the hiccups ER. <laughs> yeah i'd be really pissed. it is an emergency to... they need to go away <laughs> it is an emergency. yeah that's right they need to stop uh-huh. immediately if i went to sleep and i woke up and i still had them i would be this is a this is a level <laughs> one alert this is like this is a life-ending thing. This is horrendous. this is DefCon bad. Yeah, yeah. If sleep doesn't cure it, I'm fucked. Yeah. Like, there's no way that, that you know. Um, oh, and for okay, just say for example, for some people who have these eternal hiccups, they do go. They sometimes go away when you sleep. Oh, really? But then they come back when you wake mm. up. Yeah, that's quite <laughs> devilish. It's but horrible. it's very. It's almost as if you can like you you can see the the you know the edge of a paradise of not having hiccups, and then they come and then back, you know? wake up and. That first one, you're like, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's horrible. Uh, and so, on, this would be, if I had it for like, if I had it for like several days, I'd be like, I, either this, I, this hiccup, these hiccups have to go away no matter what, right? I would, I would try any weird shit that people have. Like any any weird drugs, <laughs> any whatever, I'd be like, give me, give me, cocaine. bring on the Maybe witch doctor. It. Let's let's get yeah, funky. Bring on voodoo, yeah, get the exorcist, get whatever, bring hypnosis, uh-huh. acupuncture, anything for God's sake. Like <laughs> just help me. <sighs> and so yeah, I would be, I and I'd be I'd be pissed. Like I would be sad, but I'd just be angry. <laughs> I'd be like, why the fuck? And why every five six seconds, you just me? get a reminder. <laughs> Of what's pissing you oh. off. Oh, that'd be horrible. It is a literal hell. Oh. It is an actual hell to behold. So, 
So next time you get the hiccups, be aware that this could be forever. I have a new fear. <laughs> that's for sure. It is a fear. Uh, yeah, which is why as soon as I get hiccups, I, I get rid of them immediately. I do any of them. Like, I got to. It's almost like this thing where, like, if I don't let it persist, it won't stay forever. And I don't think that's how it works. But, yeah. You know. <laughs> oh, anyway. I don't like that. Beware the hiccup. Yeah. I don't Beware like the hiccup. Should be a new social biology tagline. Odds are it won't be. We should make More t-shirts. Like Beware the hiccup. Of, <laughs> yeah. One time out of a billion, you'll be the one that's on the Dude, that's right. enough. That's that's, that's enough. more than that's enough. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's way too much. <laughs> uh, oh. I could be one of 7.9 people on this planet right now with it. Mm-hmm. And you'd be like, this is an injustice. How dare it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. All right. <clears throat> with that voice uh, crack, we're ending. Going. Oh, yeah, we got <laughs> That's the end of the episode. <laughs> uh, 